ladies. Thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. My name is Holly Wright, and I'm the founder of Her, and I am just super excited that you guys tune in every single week listening to the Her Podcast and get to get encouraged by different women on my show. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We are diving back into this topic for the month of April, and it is called April Fools. So we're just going to be talking about how to deal with rejection and being fooled by friends and how to set healthy boundaries. So I'm super excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker from Mississippi. Her name is Miss Hope Lamberson, and I am just super excited to have her on. Um, I look up to her and she's incredible. So hi, Hope. Thanks for being on my podcast today. Hey, Holly. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me to be a part of all that you're doing with her. It is an honor. I'm just super excited to have you on. I know that I was on your podcast, I think a couple months ago and reconnected yes. with you through social media and I just love your heart and everything that you do. So I'm excited to have you on. Awesome. Let's do it. So this month for April Fools, I kind of chatted with you earlier and just talking about, you know, being fooled by friends and dealing with rejection, whether you're, you know, have healthy friends or normal friends or, I mean, everybody goes through rejection. Mm -hmm. And I think my biggest thing for this is like, how do we even, how do we cope and deal with this thing so that we don't grow bitterness in our heart? We can build on those friendships that with the people in our circle, whether it's, you know, work friends, gym friends, friends from church, whoever you do life with, it's so important to set you know, healthy boundaries, especially Mm. after being fooled or rejected by someone you love. So I guess my first, why don't you tell us a little bit, kind of like your heart, who you are, what you do, and then we'll dive in. Absolutely. Well, my name is Hope Lamberson and I've been in full-time ministry for over 20 years. I have my own nonprofit ministry called Hope Lamberson Ministries that was recently launched just last year, right before COVID of all times (laughs) um, for 2020. And so um, I have that going and basically that's just to help communicate a message of hope to people that who have experienced loss or trauma or whatever it may be that regardless of what they've lost in their life, that there's still hope for them. And I'm also a wife. I will be a wife of 18 years this September. Got young when I was really, um, got married when I was really young and we have three little boys. I say little, but really they're like turning into these men. Like teenagers (laughs) too. Yes. Yes. Our oldest is 11. His name's Maximus. Our middle one is Lake and he's nine. And then our youngest is Jagger and he just turned six. What a name. I love all three of those. Those are awesome. I know I watch your Instagram stories and I'm like, you have the most beautiful home in the South and your three boys. And I'm like, yes, goals. (laughs) Yes, they are precious. I'm super thankful for them. Oh, that's super awesome. And I'm so excited for you and just connecting with you the past six months and love your heart and everything that you do for women. Um, So yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to have you on and just kind of hear your story and heart and perspective when it comes to, you know, this topic, because we all go through life and, you know, Mm -hmm. we gain a lot of friends, we lose a lot. But I think the biggest thing is, you know, not growing bitterness and how to set boundaries, whether you lose them or you gain them. Yeah. Um, so I guess my first question for you, Miss Hope, is like, 
when you think of boundaries, what is a season of your life or a trigger or a moment that you had to set like the biggest boundary for yourself? And it was like, maybe something that you walk through with friends or your marriage or relationship. What is a a situation or season that happened where Mm -hmm. you had to like really set a big boundary when it come, you know, after being hurt by someone, whether it was friends or family or just, you know, a situation in ministry, what, mm-hmm. what reminds you of that moment? Gosh, you know, Holly, when you were talking about this just now, and even when you asked me to be on the podcast with this subject, I'm like, this is such a powerful yet profound topic that I think everybody deals with and goes through, you know, at different seasons of their lives, you know, I can't really say that there's like a particular moment that stands out because there's so many of them. And that is like, I think, truthful to everybody. You know, I was even thinking back, even as a child, you know, all the way back into elementary and me having like three boys of my own and them being in elementary school, we're teaching them boundaries. We're teaching them, you know, safeguarding from relationships and friendships that they have, you know, so that they can learn what to do, what not to do, what that looks like at a young age for when they do approach teenage years and even into adult seasons. And I was actually reading this morning in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews is like, Me and Hebrews, I don't know what it is. We get along so good. (laughs) There's a lot of correction in Hebrews, um, but there's also a lot of encouragement in Hebrews. And the book of Hebrews reminds me so much of my own personal story and journey across my life through, you know, being raised in a preacher's home to being in full-time ministry to being married and having a life of my own with my kids and that kind of thing. But there's such a message of hope that even when we face things that we have to tweak in our lives, or you could say boundaries has to do with even um, course correction, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that's something the Lord has really, you know, even been showing me in my life and my relationships that I have, be it with friends or, you know, like you were saying, church friends or or coworkers or even family members or even in your marriage where you're going to have to have these boundaries. And a lot of times I think people think boundaries when they hear that word, they kind of think like, uh oh, like yeah, stay away. I don't know if like I want Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if I like this. I'm not comfortable with that. And really a lot of times I think we live in a society that doesn't express or even talk about the boundaries. We're kind of like some of us, especially Christians that I've seen, you know, even in my own life, where we kind of think like okay, people know I'm a Christian or, you know, whatever. And so they, they already know the boundaries. We know we don't do these things. We don't say these things. We don't participate in these things or, or whatever it may be. And what we find is as we're, you know, doing life with people that are close to us, 
or even we're in a season and they're not close to us anymore, that we can't just expect people to know boundaries and even our boundaries. We could like to tell ourselves in our minds and our heads, well, you know, if anybody knows boundaries, it's going to be my spouse. Or if anybody knows boundaries, it's going to be people that are my best friends or my family members. Mm -hmm. I don't have to communicate and tell people those boundaries. But in all actuality, even in my experience, like you can't assume that people know your boundaries because the moment we start assuming that people know the boundaries of our lives is usually a moment in life where we find, yeah, I should have communicated those boundaries. Like it's my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And in Hebrews, I was reading this because it made me think of what you've talked about, a key word um, that you mentioned is when we're in these different seasons of our lives where you know, people come and go, right? Like we've had friends in our lives that we think are going to be in our lives forever. And then they're not, or we have people in our lives that come into our lives and maybe God's placed them there for a reason. Maybe it's to course correct us, or maybe God just has people in our lives for seasons. And it's just a temporary time that they're in our lives. But in Hebrews 12, um, chapter 12, verse 13 through 15, it says that we are to keep walking forward on God's path, that all our stumbling ways will be divinely healed. So that immediately lets me know that when it comes to relationships with friends and family and whatever that may be, when it comes to the subject of boundaries, that God has this path for us that he wants us to move in and walk in forward. And he even mentions, hey, you're probably going to stumble, right? Nobody's perfect. We're probably going to run into these situations that maybe we thought someone wouldn't wrong us or wound us or hurt us. Or maybe we even did something to wound or hurt ourselves. But he says that God still says we're to move forward and that we can be healed in the direction that God wants us to take our lives. But he says this in verse 14, he says in every relationship, be swift to choose peace over competition. And this is in the passion translation. And he says, run swiftly towards holiness for those who are not holy will not see the Lord watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace And make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness sprouting within them, which only causes trouble and poison of the hearts of many. And I have to tell you, when I read that, I was just like, there's been those moments in my life, even like you said, where, you know, we can't get offended. Mm -hmm. We can we can get offended at our friends and family and be like, you know, I thought you knew this is who we are. This relationship was mutual or whatever it may be. And people wound us, people hurt us. And if we're not seeking God's path that he's causing us to move forward in, and we're not seeking after in every relationship of our lives to bring about peace rather than competition, and, and we not, we're not seeking a life of holiness, then it says that that's where the root of bitterness starts to take mm-hmm. hold. That's where we get offended. That's where we're like, God is not able to move and do a work in our lives or answer our prayers or, or whatever it may be, because we've opened that door. Therefore, it's taken root in our hearts and in our minds. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that's good. Yeah, and I love what you said to take root too, because I feel like, especially when it comes to boundaries, I know like <clears throat> my mindset, like before I am who I am today, but like the past Holly, the hurt Holly, like I used to take boundaries up as like, oh, like all these walls, like, hey, don't yeah. enter. And it was almost like replacing God's comfort over my own. And I don't yeah. know if that makes sense, but like, it was almost like, okay, I feel safe, comfort, like nobody can hurt me. And what it was is it was installing so many different root systems in my own life. And it, and then it would like, I wouldn't have anybody I did life with. And then, you know, and then over time I learned to heal and open up and then, you know, or you could be that girl on the other side where it doesn't have any boundaries and just has all these roots implanted in your own life. So much bitterness and hurt. And then it causes anger. And then it's like, where do you go? What line do you cross? Because the truth is like, we're all going to get hurt. But I think Mm -hmm. the difference is, is acknowledging the hurt and dealing with it in front of you, but not grabbing it and putting it on you as your identity. And I think Mm -hmm. so many of us out of like emotions will grab it and just place it on us and just be like, oh, you hurt me. Like, can't, you know, just throw it under the rug. And, but the truth is like over time, kind of like what you said with the roots, it just kind of gets stuck to you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have all this issues, this stuff that's under the rug or attached to you. And then you can't even build healthy relationships with other people because you have all these roots. And so I love what you said about Hebrews because such a good word too, because I think we don't think about these things. It's, it's always like rash decisions or based off emotions, Yeah, you know, when we do get hurt or offended. Um, So I love that. What, I guess my next question would be, you know, like moving forward after you recognize these things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously you you have girls in your circle that you do life with mm-hmm. um, and communication is huge. If you, if you can't communicate, that's, that's the number one thing is yeah. like, you know, you have, <laughs> you have to talk and communicate with things. So it's like, if you can't communicate, there's your problem right there. Yes. Um, but you know, after acknowledging, mm-hmm. you know, being fooled and rejected and hurt and stuff like that, I think, one thing, um, one of my mentors, uh, Joy Hill, a lady I look up to, she always tells me like, Hey, first, like you're going to acknowledge it and you're going to walk through it, but you, you forgive, forgive easy, but Mm -hmm. don't, don't remember, don't hold the forgiveness over your head constantly. Like you, you, there's grace and there's forgiveness, but you forgive that person. And then you look at them as if they'd ever did it. So I think that's something that I've learned over the past years is like Mm. not looking back on different scenarios and almost like movie scenes of that person who did me wrong, but like acknowledging it, forgiving, and then moving forward because that's exactly Mm -hmm. what Jesus does to us. Like he's not going to hold it over your head and be like, all right, Holly, (laughs) there's, there's been a lot of situations. I'm going to just keep this, you know, in your file cabinet. No, it's just, that's not grace. Um, Yeah. But I guess my next question for you is what, what are three things you would tell the old hope, you know, maybe back Mm -hmm. in high school or college when you've had been rejected or, Mm -hmm. you know, dealing with this, what are three things you would tell the old hope if you could go back? Mm. Um, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to take a risk based on a past hurt. Mm-hmm. or a past relationship. I think a lot of times we're like, like you said, you mentioned we put up walls and 
everybody does this. It doesn't matter who you are. Like people have some type of wall <laughs> yeah. in some type of area of their life that they are probably still trying to overcome and deal with even in their thoughts every single day. And so I would say, you know, just like you mentioned, as Jesus forgives us of our mistakes and our past and past relationships and hurts that we've gone through, or maybe people have hurt us and wounded us, like God still says that, you know, in order for us to move forward, like you're going to have to have those um, hard conversations where I've always said this, that hard conversations lead to better outcomes. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to address the wall that you have up within yourself or with even within a relationship, like it's going to be harder to navigate it. You're not going to be able to move forward with the plan that God has for you. And, you know, that's one thing that I think looking back on it, I could have done a little bit differently was like, you know, forget mistakes that you've made and just know that, you know, there's going to be, we're not exempt from people hurting us. Right. (laughs) You know, like I said, sometimes we invoke it upon ourselves. It was a dumb decision we made or something we said or shouldn't have said or done. And, you know, we bring it upon ourselves, but then there's other times where we're just like, whoa, what has happened? And the enemy, as sad as it is, uses, people that are close to us in family or in close friendships that, you know, he just gets the best of the, the relationship or whatever it may be for that time being. And so when you make a mistake or a friend makes a mistake or you make a mistake in any relationship, own up to it. You know, that's mm-hmm. probably another, the second thing that I've learned that I would tell myself. Um, and I think some of this too is like me being a parent now, like you don't realize things that your parents said or told you or invested into you until you're like, that's so dumb. Why did they say that? Mm-hmm. And then when you become a parent, you're parent, like, you're, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, they were so right. Right about everything. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, that's one thing that I tell my kids and even my husband tells our boys, he said, you know, own up to it. Like yeah. no matter what it is that you said or did, whether you're a Christian or not, I mean, even in ministry or not, just, be brave enough to own up to it, forgive yourself, move past it, past it, learn from your mistakes. And then don't be afraid of new seasons and new Mm -hmm. relationships that God wants to bring into your life. But at the same time, just trust him that he's got the right people in store for you, but own up to it. If you fail or if you make a mistake, you know, Mm -hmm. just say, I missed it. I screwed up. I made a mistake. So yeah, Those are definitely two things that I would tell myself. I'm trying to think of a third one that I would tell myself. Um, I think a third thing I would tell myself is, you know, it's important to know the boundaries that you want for your life in different seasons with Mm -hmm. different relationships. Yeah. And then to make sure that you do communicate them. Um, And like I said, not just assuming you know, that people know people know. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of times they think they know and then they don't. And then when an issue arises, they're like, where did this come from? Come and then from, you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know that you felt that way or that offended you or it came off that way. That was not my heart or my intent, you know, with it. But now I know it's a bigger problem than what it was. So now in moving forward in other relationships, it's like, OK, now we know 
how we need to kind of reconstruct this type of relationship. Yeah, that's good too. And I think also like boundaries change because I know, you know, depending on the season you're in, in high school, I had different boundaries when it comes to dating or like, you know, curfews. And then you get to college and it's like certain boundaries when it comes to, I don't know, schoolwork, friends, you know, partying. And then, you know, you get married and your, your, your boundaries change depending on the season you're in, but it's, it's almost, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I've met numerous of people who keep all the same exact boundaries for years and years and years and then wonder why they have no friends, no connections, you know, like nothing. And then they're just isolated and alone. Mm. So I think it's like, as, as you grow and walk through things and learn things with the people you do life with, especially like healing, my boundaries have changed. Like, yeah. Okay. Holly, now you know what to do in this scenario when it comes to, you know, connecting on social media or, Mm -hmm. you know, doing life with very demographic of women, you know, who don't have the same walk of life as you do, or Mm -hmm. just like when it comes to now I'm single. So I'm having to make boundaries being as a single woman. So like, you know, boundaries change, but I think it's, you know, as growth and heals takes being healed through things and walking through life, you'll, you'll know yourself, you know, sure. what's, you know, I know in my heart, what's good and what's not and what's right. for me and what's not and understanding who you are, who you're called to be and where you're going. That's mm-hmm. when you can identify like, okay, these are some boundaries I need to make. Yeah, absolutely. So, I just, I just love everything that you said, Miss Hope, and just thank you so much for your wisdom and um, just for sharing your story. Because, I mean, bound, this is such a thick topic, and yeah. I really, when I, when I came up with this topic for the month, I was like, oh, okay, April Fools, you know, like it's what April's known for. But man, as I've had discussions with other women, I'm like, okay, this is something that's deep. Like, mm-hmm. we, us women, need to know these things because you know, some people don't even set any boundaries or don't even realize like the, the importance of them. And it's, it's not to move you away from people or to keep you comfortable. It's to protect you to move forward. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally agree about that. That, that is something that, and you hit it on the head at the end. It's about protection. It's about protection for you, your relationships, yourself, how you value yourself. It's protection with the plan that God has for your life and those you're doing life with, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and like you said, if you miss it and you screw it up, it's, it's good. It's fine. You know, just repent, get back on track with what you need to do. And God's plan for you doesn't change. And it's just recognizing that boundaries are healthy and boundaries are, are needed. But at the same time, you protect what matters most to you in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone told me the other day, I was having coffee with a girl and she had told me, she was like, I forgot the the exact wordage, but she was like, um, so in California, we have a lot of mountains. And Mm -hmm. if you go up North, you can go up the mountains. And you know, when you're really high up elevation on a mount on a road driving and you come around a curve and they have barriers yeah and it's like a small little barrier it's there no one touches it no one pays attention to it no one really Mm -hmm. cares but that barrier on the corner is there for your protection even though Mm -hmm. you know you're driving at day or night it's just there and Mm so um she was we were talking having girl talk about boundaries and she was like you know holly like boundaries are a lot like that barrier when you're driving on a road 
either late at night or it's snowing or whatever the Mm -hmm. case is like you're not really paying attention because you know to stay in the road but you know that that piece is there to protect you from driving overboard in case something were to happen and so I think um it just reminds me of that it's just like boundaries are healthy they're supposed to be there to protect you you know and as you walk through life it's not something that you wave over your head and be like hey holly hey my name's holly like here's all my boundaries people (laughs) you know and i think people get like intimidated by that sure you know but it it, that is not even the case they're just there to protect you that's Mm -hmm. it yeah but absolutely uh thank you so much just for speaking today miss hope and just yeah i love your heart and you're great and your southern accent it's amazing (laughs) i love having southern women on the show because i'm like i feel like i feel like like my people you know like i'm at home because i feel out in california you know i have the accent and people look at me like i'm crazy but it's it's nice to have someone on who can relate and talk like (laughs) me so i love it thank you so much for letting me be a guest on today i look forward to it again Yes, no problem. Well, thank you girls for tuning into this topic um, for the month of April. Make sure you connect with Miss Hope. She's all over our Instagram page and Twitter. Make sure you send her a DM, connect with her. She's in Mississippi right now. So if you are in the Dirty South, make sure you connect with her. She's amazing. Um, And stay tuned for next week.